What up? This is Myron, and you are listening to the Rye Bread Mustard, a Mariners podcast, the alternative underground back alley, underbelly, on the other side of the tracks, down on the docks, speak easy, dive bar style podcast of and about the Seattle Mariners that you are listening to right here on the Odyssey app or through Odyssey Sports or wherever else you're getting that podcast action from. Hey, look, and if you're getting it on like, I don't know, Apple Pods, Say hello by leaving us a review or maybe giving us one of those five-star reviews anywhere else. You know what? We love five tool baseball players here on the Rye Bread and Mustard of Mariners podcast, but you know what? We love more than that, those five-star reviews. So help us out and give us one of those five-star reviews if you can. Well, today's episode's one of those episodes. Um, we're going to try to just get in here and get out of here. I, it definitely has that pitch clock feel. Why? Well, the Mariners, um, you know, they drop two out of three in Philadelphia. They lose two of those games by one run, which, you know, now puts the Mariners totals of uh, one run games at uh, one and seven. As you know, in the past, that's been kind of our strong point in the last couple of seasons with this group. It's just not been that way. We've lost seven one run games already in April. And an even bigger loss, if you have not heard, um, if you've just been out in the woods, um, you know, if you've been um, abroad, you've been in line waiting for the City Connect uh, jerseys and hats that are about to get released and you ran out of juice on your phone, you just don't know what's going on. And hey, maybe you just got out of jail. Listen, uh, we're not judging you as long as you're listening to this. Uh, the, The judicial system will do that. But, uh, yeah, we lost Robbie Ray for the remainder of the 2023 season. Going to be seeing those tight pants and hearing those grunts until next spring. It's, uh, it sucks. And we're just going to briefly talk a little bit about that. Break down the series quickly. Not dwell too much on it. Just kind of hit some of the things that... Uh, you know, really stand out some word association. I'm sure we're going to forgive, forget things. We're going to talk about uh, Kirby's complete game that kind of just completely, no, not kind of, totally completely sucks that you can't walk away with a W or score him one run. Um, and yeah, we're going to, you know, briefly look at the Toronto series coming up, not really dive too much into it. Again, we're, we're given that this is the pitch clock edition of this show. Just get you in, get you out. And yeah, we'll talk a little bit about the city connect jerseys that are coming out today at the time of this release of this podcast. And one quick, a couple quick notes. If you're looking for the rye bread and mustard gear, uh, check that out at at simply.cora on Instagram. She'll take care of you. We're going to make this as brief as this Mariners game that they just lost here in game three in Philadelphia. Get ready to play hardball in the kingdom. Take me to the ball game. I want to see the ants. The Mariners are playing hardball. Princess Tours, the vacation company, brings you the best show in baseball when the San Diego Chicken plays hardball with the Seattle Mariners and the Baltimore Orioles tonight in the Kingdom. Let's start with the ultra bad, the the thing that sucks the most. Obviously, we've had a day or so to uh, absorb this blow 
Um, Robbie Ray, if you have not heard, if you've just not been paying attention to anything, we've lost uh, Robbie Ray for the remainder of the 2023 season. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, it's so unfortunate. I remember you and I, we were down at spring training. We are seeing this new stuff he was doing, you know, hearing the grunt. We are talking the tight pants. I mean, that was kind of a big part of the show. Now the tight <laughs> pants is uh, going to be on the IL, I guess. So, it's, uh, Yeah, it was a, a lot of the show. A lot of – most yeah. of you go back, if you really are just like, I want to go back and listen to see what you guys were bullshitting us with for spring training – half of it's about uh, his tight pants and how good he looks and how commanding. I mean, we saw him do like a four or five inning affairs in front of us. The grunts were there. Everybody talked about how hard he worked. It it was just like, this is the bounce back, especially how kind of how last year ended in the playoffs for him. Totally. Yeah. It's just kind of, you know, you end on a low note and you do all the work on the off season. And then first game of the year, you you mess up your arm and now you're you're done for the season. So I guess, you know, all you can think of is positive things, you know, he's going to get back at it. And I think I read something today that, you know, he's really bummed out that he's not with the team. He wants to be with the team. So I see after he gets done with the surgery and all that, that he'll be with the team supporting the guys uh, as soon as he can. Yeah. He's like known as the team leader. You're right. Not only are we losing the guy on the mound, but we're losing the guy, the, the, the fun, uh, guy Robbie Ray you know seems like the a lot of the glue I know like they talk about JP being the glue some other guys in the locker room that are locker room leaders but Robbie Ray like really set the tone I've read also that he would host parties or get togethers at his house at his personal you know like personally invite people to things we saw what he how he dressed up on uh, 4th of July in San Diego last year yeah. You had the staring contest where he was ejected from like what was it the flag the salute to the uh, national yeah, who, anthem uh, contest yeah how long you can stand out there for the national anthem I mean it, you're losing a huge character here you're also losing the second best uh, you know pitcher or I should say the second best you know tenured I I don't know how to put it I mean I I really look at what Kirby's doing but I honestly like. You sign this guy after he wins the Cy Young, you know, last year. He had a, you know, slow start and not a great ending of the year, but you're talking over 200 innings, over what, 200 strikeouts. Um, I mean, he's just a guy that can go out there and just win you a bunch of games or put you in a position to win a bunch of games. Now you got to refill that. Yep. And, right. And, and, you know, you got to think that Jerry and Scott at the end in that playoff game, you know, they, trust him so i mean that's that's not you know it's like a randy johnson type move there right so i think one thing to consider is that he he, we don't we don't we'll lose him on the field but i think he'll be in the clubhouse kind of like an ichiro type thing for this season to continue to talk to the guys and have fun with them you know while he's rehabbing so i think that's the positive side of this yeah that is the something's in the glass there and (laughs) you know i I listened to the Jerry DePoto to sh- uh, show, listened to what he had to say about this. And he said that, look, it was something that originally they thought it was this. And then it seemed to escalate when he went and saw, got the follow up. And it was up to Robbie Ray. And he had to make a decision, you know, on whether yeah. to, you know, 
you know, the, it's just more beneficial for him, obviously, and more beneficial for the Mariners for the long run for him to shut it down and get right. And this is his first arm injury. So it's nothing that has ever, all of his other injuries have not come from his arm. Uh, he's had concussion things, core things, some leg things. This is his first arm thing. So this isn't, that is a bright yeah. spot, I guess, in this diagnosis. Yeah. And the, and the surgeon, I think is a top surgeon. It's the Texas Rangers uh, team physician, but he's the, the top guy for arms. And I think we've <laughs> seen things in the past, you know, of people going, getting surgery and they come back and they're throwing harder, which is, so I think technology. And so I think we can hope for the best there that, you know, we might see even improvements, maybe more velocity when he comes back at uh, full strength. I like everything you said there, except for the, this is if they're affiliated with the Texas Rangers ALS. I don't know. Maybe he's going to be going in there with a butter guess, knife. You know, they have a personal relationship, the two of them. And so he decided on the doctor. And so I, I read that, and I had the same, you know, reaction. But um, I'll trust. And you know how it is with doctors. Yeah, <laughs> you know how it is with doctors. It's all about the money. Okay, yeah, so right. so if you flash the money, they're going to do a good job. I uh, just want to say quickly, like you know, everybody's talking like, what are we going to do? Yeah, it it does hurt. Uh, it does hurt that like, you know, he pitched, he pitched more than James Paxton did a couple of years ago, but you know, we, we don't even get him through one full game. So the thing is we haven't seen the team with him. It's not like he he was out there just shutting down games right now and we lost this. So it's kind of the status quo is the status quo. You do have flexing in the spot. He has not pitched great so far as ERA is over eight. But it seemed like Jerry was talking about things or they haven't really absorbed what's happened or have any plans yet. But they said there's definitely going to be something I'm using air quotations if you're only listening, getting creative with this. So whether that means outside uh, or, you know, tapping into, you know, the talent that's down in the farm system, it doesn't seem like we're the the one through five is going to be the one through five and not to knock uh, Flexen, but I I do like that he went out there and said that. So it's like maybe Flexen will turn it around. Maybe this is some motivation of knowing, hey, I'm here. Now this is my job to lose. So it'll be interesting what Flexen does. Yep. And, I, and I'll say, you know, you know, we got to think about last year. Where we were so lucky with not having so many energy in, injuries. And now, you know, just kind of how it goes, right? You know, you can't can't anticipate injuries happening but uh we were lucky last year and now we're just kind of deal with it this year and gotta trust the guys they'll figure it out pull us through yeah and at least it's not happening to you or to your team or to the or to the individual in like august or september you have this sort of injury in august you're missing the next season or part of the next season as well so it, it is one of these you know jamal adams for you football uh, Seahawks fans, it feels like a very Jamal Adams type blow. And look what yep. the Seahawks did after that, you know. So uh, right. we wish Robbie Ray the best. I'm hoping like when he comes back one game, and I know Shelly at uh, over at Murphy's on 45th is probably already writing this and campaigning this. All the guys should wear some really tight pants just for one game at least. Yeah. Let's do it. Or all the games, <laughs> if that gets them hitting, because that's not yeah. what they're, the timely hitting is not there. This is a, that's our segue. We got to talk about some more, uh, you know, not so fun stuff. Well, and we'll do that right after this. All right. So the Mariners, uh, uh, 
that seemed very quick and fast, uh, especially with them on the East Coast. But it's at the time of this recording, it's 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 just after lunchtime on Thursday, and we're we're already done with the series. Yeah. There's a quick, uh, quick, quick game today, one to nothing loss. Uh, and what really sucks is George Kirby pitched his George Kirby pitched his um, very first complete game in the major leagues. Absolutely a lights out um, performance. Even maybe the run doesn't score. I've heard that Scott service was uh, not very happy with Julio, not hitting the cutoff man on that play. Um, And, you know, Kirby goes out there and is just dominating and, and man, it it really hurts. There's, there's nothing to show for it. Yeah. And it's, it's tough when your, your leading batter today is, is, is Mr. Murphy, the uh, secondary tight pants guy, you know, with two hits and yeah, it's really unfortunate for Kirby. You know, it just kind of feels like some of the, the last year things where we or even the year before where we were having great pitching, but then we can't score any runs. And, you know, I don't know, Julio just seems like he's swinging like out of his ass, you know, it's like, he just needs to maybe, you know, you need a home run every time. I know we love that, but one for 13, I think, on the on the series with one home yeah. run. That's not going to do it, you know? And, yeah, and you're right. He is swinging big because they're busting him inside. That's what they're doing. They're working him inside, yeah. and then they're getting him to chase, and then they're busting him inside. Yeah. And, uh, you know, out in the outfield, like, uh, you know, Daniel Kramer writes here on Scott's, uh, Scott's service on today's game-determining game determining play, Quote, it doesn't show up as an error or anything like that, but it was a big mistake and it cost us around ultimately the game winning run. He's got to hit the cutoff, man. I agree. I totally agree. But that's not the game deciding factor. The game deciding factor is that nobody hit the ball. The end of the lineup only hit the ball. Uh, The the top of the lineup did not provide anything. And you're right. You know, maybe Tom Murphy, maybe this is the thing that gets him going. His tight pants comrade goes down and now he's just going to put on a campaign. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then maybe that will help in the DH spot too, right? If he can start hitting and then we actually have someone who can hit the ball at the DH role because it's, you know, maybe they bounce between each other between big dumper and Murphy switching off a DH. And then I don't know, maybe Pollock comes in there, but just seems like we're not getting a lot of production out of the DH spot. No, we're, we're, we're not. And, uh, you know, the, the Mariners have a, have an issue and actually have three issues. They have not figured out what to do at second base, even though they're, they, they think they have, they have a D the Mariners have a second baseman problem. They have a DH problem. And now you have the problem of, you know, losing Robbie Ray. Yeah. So, but the glass half full is this has happened Yep. Early on in the season, you can gear up. You, you now know what you need to do versus figuring out, oh, we really we really screwed the pooch on that one in uh, by July. And I was really excited with game two's lineup, uh, like, like one through six. I mean, Julio, France, Kelnick, Suarez, Hernandez, and Bumper. Like that, I mean, like, you know, there wasn't much production in game two, but if I was an opposing picture, like, pitcher that would be you know frightening it seems like you know so if you know i think once we get through some of this slumping that we're in hate to say the word but it's kind of what we're in that i mean that could be some serious uh production it is a slump it is slump and yeah the mariners did hit good in the you know second inning yesterday they put up five runs you know you had you had crawford's grand slam he had three hits crawford's been doing his thing look he's he's been turning over the lineup for 
Julio at the front. I hate to bag yeah. on Julio, but we praise him so much. Yes. That, hey, sometimes we gotta, we gotta, yeah. we gotta call it out. Yep, agreed. And I think too, that was uh, against Crawford's uh, old team that kind of gave up on him. Yeah, oh, yeah, they, right. they traded so, him like, for Gene, Se Gene Segura. So Gene uh, Segura, yeah. I think Gene Segura. I think it was Gene Segura. Yeah. But yeah, yeah yesterday. Yeah, in game two, Julio, you know, he had a home run as well, back-to-back -back yep. with Crawford. But, that, you know, he also had four strikeouts. Four strikeouts. He left three guys. Yeah, Golden Sombrero. Yeah. Um, you know, also France has been slumping quite a bit. I noticed that he shaved his face. Maybe he's trying something there. Uh, usually yeah. he's got that. Usually he's got that George Michael kind of, you know, thing going on. Uh, uh, but, uh yeah, I mean, yesterday too, there there wasn't any errors that didn't show up in game two, but you know, also there was, seemed to be some weird um, defensive choices for backhands or moving the ball over by Colton Wong. That might be subjective for me. I wish I could, I wish I had the access to talk to Perry Hill about that in the eighth inning when things got away from Topa. We finally saw Topa get you know, hit pretty well in that inning, you know, he still got the ground balls there. They were just in places that the people weren't, but prior to that Topa had pitched nine innings without giving up a run. So, I mean, you can't really yeah. get, get on anybody that they give up some runs in their 10th inning of pitching. For sure. Yep, exactly. You know, but positively, if we want to find some positives, we go back to uh, the first game of the series and Mariners just got out there, you know, and they had the timely hitting. of course, Jared Kelnick, was absolutely outstanding in that game. Um, you know, JK is dropping that bomb. I thought maybe one of the best at bats I've seen out of him where he actually hit uh, hit the home run. I've seen some great at bats when he's yep. had walks or, or singles, but as far as when, you know, he's went yard, this was maybe my favorite uh, at bat that he have. I shouldn't say finally, or this was his, yep. my favorite. I shouldn't say that he hasn't had him in four, uh, ever before, but the pitches he laid off, um, in that at bat, took the count deep, and then you know hit what four hundred, what eighty feet again, and then yeah, of course you got tail, yeah, and you got tail that seems to be be warming up. Uh, you know he's him and Kelnick have just been going back to back on these home runs uh, over the last few weeks, and uh, it's going to be exciting to see Tao go back to Toronto. Yeah, that's right. You know, just one one thing about game two I was going to mention, I forgot to mention, is that we we started against uh, Taiwan Walker, an old old friend of ours, and then but then Walker got hurt. But it was, uh, I guess, I, I didn't I didn't realize that he was playing for the Phillies. You know, <laughs> so yeah, it seemed like it was a Seattle line because that seemed yeah. to, like his entire game the way it went yesterday. I was like, I've seen this, I've yeah, seen exactly. this. Just, yeah, we got the scouting like, report was, on him. Yeah, he was just in in another uh, uniform. I know we're bouncing around the series here, but you know, we're. I mean, I, you know, putting this show together right after the game of Game Three, I just was kind of like, well, let's just touch on it and move on. I mean, the Mariners again have got they got dealt some bad news this this week. I mean, just just a big blow as a team. They still aren't playing very tight in the field. I mean, I mean, their their defense. I should say feels a bit sloppy with the new, with the new scheduling. It just feels a little different and strange. I don't know that you had the same feeling that like we're playing teams. And I always thought it was like interleague and you kind of bounces around mid season, but now it just feels since we're going to play everyone, it just, 
feels a little strange. I think from a season standpoint goes, and I don't know if that has any effect on them, but it's just, I don't know, just like, Oh, it's Phillies. You know, it was, you know, whoever it was last, last series, but I mean, uh, it's kind of a strange kind of feeling to the season, the way the, the schedule is going right now. Yeah. We've been playing national league teams for half a month. So yeah. we're, we're, this will be, this will, and now we're going to another country. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just... Baseball sure has changed, Junior. Yeah, the hexagon replaced the diamond. And can you imagine facing three pitches? Emerson on base. Oh, the base ejector got him snoozing. He goes Why did it all change? All sport. The game just got too easy. The unsurpassed taste of all sport. A third more carbs than Gatorade for energy could make a difference. Next yeah, up, your grandson's up. Ken Griffey the fourth. Next, it's going, it's going. Watch out, center board. Oh! Center board got him. He was robbed. All sport body quencher. The game will never be the same. But what's exciting about this this next series and very scary is Toronto's mashing the ball. Um, I feel bad for a lot of the teams in the NL East. No, I don't. I hate them. But, I mean, <laughs> they got Tampa Bay getting out to this just crazy start. So you look at these teams and you go, look how many games back there. are. And then you look at the Mariners you go, damn, if we were in the AL East, we'd be Fucked. Smoked. Yeah, and exactly. Smoked. Smoked. <laughs> and, but, you know, what uh, an exciting thing. Uh, I'm excited about it because that was such an awesome series. The scary part of Toronto is you know they are looking to uh, get some revenge on the Mariners coming in there, yeah. especially, you know, their season ended with just an epic collapse or a epic comeback by the Mariners, however you want to uh, spin that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, in this series, you know, that we got coming up, uh, we're going to see uh, a matchup, a game one from the playoffs, a rematch up, I should say, uh, from the uh, opening game of the series. We got Manoa on the mound for them, and we got Castillo going for us. So that's going to be, uh, be a fun one. A, a very charged one. The roof, I hear, is going to uh, be uh, closed this weekend because of the weather so at least it's going to be some controlled conditions in there yep and uh and then saturday we have flexing on the mound and uh we got marco going so i am interested to see how flexing can bounce back from you know how he's kind of gotten thrusted into the starting position and I, and listen marco has been pitching really good for the mariners he's got yep. 3.32 eras got the quality starts going uh you know, he's two and oh, he's got the new baby. He just seems like his whole attitude and aura just seems a lot better than it was last year. Last year, it seemed like he, he had this thing about him that things were slipping away from him. And now he just seems very comfortable with who he is. Totally. Yeah. It feels like he just, uh, he's intertwined more with the team. I don't know. Kind of seemed like he was outside in. I don't know if it's because it's like the new, the new teams and new players were coming in. And he was kind of on the outside, but now I feel like he's more integrated and, uh, I know that was a few games ago where he he had a, like a fantastic game and then we couldn't we couldn't hold it for him. But he definitely looks like a kind of like the young version of himself, if that makes sense. And throwing harder and so yeah, I'm ex- excited and hopefully he can step up. You know where Robbie uh, is gone now, so I mean, he can take over kind of leadership role for the team. Yeah, and you and you know when you play Toronto, you're going to have to break out the sticks. You can't be putting three hits up and beating these guys. It's just yeah. it's just not going to happen. And of course, the one thing that we have to uh, really focus on and hope that change hopes hope that it changes because this has been kind of our recipe and our backbone over the last couple of seasons is we're one and seven in uh, one run games, and we're not even through April. 
We've lost seven one-run games, and the Mariners, like I said, the Mariners' makeup has always been, at least with this group, that the chaos ball, the yeah. you know, uh, fun I'm differential. They win these, yeah. yeah, they won, they win these one-run games, and it's just not happening right now. And there's, no. and when you lose these one-run games, that means there's opportunities. You're having opportunities to win the game. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It's so, it's yeah. frustrating for sure. It's frustrating, and uh, I know it's early. Uh, we got dealt a big blow early. Hopefully, we'll, we'll hopefully Jerry and Justin and um, you know the farm system and Scott figure this thing out for us. But listen, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back, and we're gonna finish up with some fun talk. <laughs> some fun talk for the weekend. We're talking about the Nike. City Connect release that's coming out today, the time of this recording. We're going to talk about what we know at this moment, and we'll see if this uh, this holds up. I have a little project. Well, once again, Edgar Martinez is using Eagle Hardware's incredible selection of brand-name power tools for his latest project. And uh, here's a surprise. Uh, for once, it's not a bat. Oh, it is a bat. It's a light bulb. Eagle Hardware and Garden. More of everything. Okay, so we got the City Connect jerseys coming out today. There's uh, a big thing down at the store. I think they open up at 9 a.m., so if you're listening to this early in the morning, call it sick to work. Go down there and get me a hat and a jersey, right, CJ? What, what's that? <laughs> I, I wear, uh, depending, I wear a seven and a half, and a, I mean a seven and a quarter, seven and three eighths, uh, depending yeah. how snug the jersey is. You know what? Just give me an extra large. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, and uh, I think it, the team stores are the exclusive place to get these these City Connect uh, jerseys and hats and whatever merchandise until May fifth. And May fifth is the the day that we uh, actually wear them uh, on the field. Uh, and so there's the a fun... what's that Astros? Yeah, against the Astros. Yeah. Yep. And so I mean, you know, there's been some leaks. I don't know what's true, what's not true. Uh, you know, there's from what I've seen, they they kind of have a feel of the old pilots kind of from a, a font mm -hmm. perspective it says seattle across the front you know kind of the old school blue like royal blue uh with yellow um uh sleeving uh, like piping and then mm -hmm. uh, there's a patch from what i've seen it has like the rainier like rainier mountain it says pnw on it uh down by the size like where it's official uh major league baseball it says my oh my there's some uh, tridents cross in the back yeah, I don't know. I mean, if if this is the uh, if this is the one, it looks pretty sweet. I know there was a video they did with the the team. They just showed their reactions as they walked through, like the you know walked through like into a room, and you know Julio was excited. Everyone was excited, obviously, and so uh, I'm excited to see it. Not sure about the hat. You know, the one that I've seen, it has uh, kind of the compass behind with an S in front. So uh, I don't know. It looks uh, from what I've seen, it looks cool. It will, we'll have to see. Uh, you know, when they reveal them, I guess today when, when you're listening to this, so I'm sure it'll be all over socials and, but yeah, get down to the team store and, and pick some stuff up for us. Yeah. I mean, whatever the crap is, I'm going to get it. I'm going to wear it yeah. and see if it looks good on me. Uh, I was hoping for uh, like more of like a Dick's drive-in look. Um, some people <laughs> were talking about, some people were talking about going with a different color scheme. I'm all right with the pilots. You can't do the Rainier stuff because we already have the Rainier stuff for the team, but uh, you know, 
I just really hope they can bring back the road grays next year. I was hoping, actually, I was hoping that the city connect was, we're just bringing back the road grays. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's it. I know CJ, you got to run yep. uh, big day, big day. You got big things going on. We got the draft. <laughs> Everybody's getting ready for that. I'll just finish this up. Uh, All thanks right. again for coming on. Thanks, CJ. Yeah. Talk to everybody later. The show is not over. So tune, stay tuned. I'm going to wrap this up right after this. We're, we're Robbie Rayless. Um, second base isn't really like panning out. DH isn't panning out. Uh, but just remember that the Mariners last year were, excuse my French, fucked way later in the season than this. Um, and, you know, they they figured it out, and I feel like this team is much more talented, even even without losing Robbie Ray. Uh, even with losing Robbie Ray, I should say, this team is more talented. Um, I mean, are they as good as a team without Robbie Ray? No, but it'll be interesting to see what happens here over the next few weeks. Uh, we've seen some veterans uh, already get DFA'd. We've seen a former Cy Young get DFA'd. I'm not saying they're pitching great. Obviously, they're not pitching great if they are getting DFA'd and paid to go away. Um, and we also, you know, if you've been listening and paying attention, there was a lot of good stuff with a lot of good arms down in spring training. A lot of that problem was maybe they needed a little more seasoning. They needed a little bit more, um, you know, a little bit more miles, you know, under their belt before you're bringing them up to the major league. But everybody that the Mariners have brought up, uh, due to injuries or whatever the case is, has been pretty good so far. So it's going to be interesting, you know, what we're going to be seeing with like the Bryce Millers, the pre-Lander Barroas, um, and also what they can get out there on the market. You're probably not going to be seeing any trades here in the next month. I, I wouldn't think, I, or at least have to wait three or four weeks. I think they're going to see what, you know, what they're going to get out of Chris Flexen. Uh, we've, Chris Flexen's been a great pitcher for us the last few seasons. He's, you know, he's had a rough patch here, and um, who knows? You know, you know, baseball players, especially pitchers, are you know creatures of habit. Now that maybe he's in the habit again of being in the rotation and knowing that his job is pretty much secure as long as he does his job. Maybe we'll see a big change in that. We're also going to be playing again against some of these American league teams again that, you know, Chris Flexen has pitched against maybe some more familiarity with some of these players uh, that they're going up against is going to make a big change. Uh, but yeah, this uh, series here in Toronto, the Mariners are going to have to hit. There's no getting around that. Uh, you, you got guys like Flexen and Marco in this series coming up that give you a chances to win. They're not, going to always come out and give you a dominating performance. You know, Castillo can, I feel like Castillo can do that again. Uh, but again, Toronto's looking for some revenge. They're hitting the ball really, really well right now. And the Mariners are not, so there has to be a big change. You want to get out of Toronto with at least getting one. I would like to get two, you know, after that you head to Oakland where hopefully you're going to pick up some W's, but uh, we'll see. We'll be back, you know, Monday to talk about all of this. Um, and uh, also we cut something from the program today that we really wanted to get into, but if you want to do your homework and uh, you know, 
trying to be up to date on what we're going to be talking about or, or just be prepared five steps ahead of what we are going to be talking about probably on Monday is the article in The Athletic that was written about Jared Kelnick. You can just Google it and get it. It's free. It's available. You don't need a subscription, I don't believe, to read it. I mean, if I would read it, I don't have a subscription. It's really good. It's uh, about his transformation uh, mentally and physically. Uh over the off season, it's, it's, it's really good. It talks about, um, you know, him not going home to Wisconsin, him going down to Arizona and California and just working with some, uh, really special people. Um, and you know, this big change, the bat change, the stance, just the whole mental, uh, aspect that he had to change, uh, as far as, you know, wiping away the failures and just, you know, using that forward thinking, um, especially if you're like really big into like uh, therapy and things like that. This article is really, really good. Go ahead and read it. We're going to discuss it. We're going to deep dive more about that on Monday morning's episode when Hanno is back. He's in a uh, draft mode, uh, cracking mode. And I had a scheduling thing where we had to record this episode earlier. So, uh, but thanks to CJ for always jumping in. Um, it's one of our great friends and our uh, uh, probably most uh, tenured uh, extra contributor here, here on the Rye Bread and Mustard podcast. I think he's got he's on here more than uh, Vlad or uh, definitely more than Copacino. Copy, are you even listening? Um, say what's up to your dad, Jim, for me, too. We would love to get Jim on here. Um, I know Kopi's at Disneyland right now, so uh, he's probably not listening to this. You know, and April's all about just treading the water and not drowning and not falling back too far. We've been lucky in our division that nobody's been running away with it like they are in Tampa Bay. So we're still in striking distance. Anyways, thanks again for listening here on the Odyssey app through Odyssey Sports or wherever else you're getting this podcast action from. Or if you're watching this on YouTube or checking this out on the social medias, thank you. Thank you for liking, subscribing. Uh, if you'd like to send us any, you know, strongly written uh, emails, you can get us at ryebreadandmustardpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you're watching this and you're seeing, hello, you like this rye bread and mustard swag I'm wearing, you can get that at, at simply.cora on Instagram. That's at simply.cora on Instagram. She's got the hats. She's got the hoodies. She's got the barbecue gear. Yeah, it's almost barbecue in time up there in Seattle. You're going to want to get those. Anyways, I'm going to shut the hell up now. And Hanno, I know you're not here, but I know what time it is. <laughs>